Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. That's right. And we're live. And we're live. Folks, the notorious, glorious V, the Gorilla Economy is coming to you live uh, on another edition of Watch Us Trade. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It's the bull rally. What's going on, folks? We got with us the one, the one to punch. These guys need no introduction. They are kicking ass and taking profits, swinging their hodl bag all the way to the bank. It's the one and only notorious Z. And the man, the infamous cowboy, these guys are here. They're going to break it down for you guys. You could follow them over on the Watch Us Trade Room. Guys, free money, free money, the kind of money I like. Free money being made every day, all day. And if you don't know, now you know over at the Watch Us Trade Room. Just check it out. The link is in the description box. Click it. Make it happen for yourself before you get a job trying to earn some extra money on the Macy's perfume aisle, uh, spraying perfume in people's faces. Before you do that, come trade with Z and Cowboy. I mean, literally, 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 people have quit their jobs, and this is what they're doing. Literally, it's possible. You got to hustle, and these are the two hustlers that are here. They're making it happen to so many people around the world. Z, Cowboy, welcome, boys. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. No, I have a confession to make. Uh, I actually don't trade. I'm a busboy over at Roy's. Stop it. No, I, gotta, gotta come clean. I gotta come clean. I'm a busboy at Roy's, and uh, I don't know a damn thing about the market. Um, I just come on here and I say whatever comes to mind. And I like the fame. I like the fame. That's why I'm on here. Word, man. I have a confession. <laughs> I'm really a zookeeper. I work in the monkey. Uh... The, the monkey exhibits and the gorilla exhibits over at the Bronx Zoo, and uh, <clears throat> that's what I really do for a living. Z, what do you do for a living? I heard you like a cat rescuer or something. Oh man, I don't know, dude. I, I go, I do odd jobs, man. You yeah. know, I entertain, I entertain older ladies. Ah, apparently, I, I got the message. I got to entertain one. Uh, you uh, are a cat rescuer because you love the pussy. um what's it called uh things are going well man guys uh you know i i I mentioned this actually i mentioned this this morning um we are up just last week um we are up a thousand like 600 bucks per btc and then this week you know, with the altcoin trades that um, uh, what's called Cowboy was firing outs a lot. I fired a few, but he's been firing a lot more than me. 
And, um, he, you know, we, we are up a lot, guys. I, I actually am very curious to do the math and see what the numbers are. We're up a lot, like a lot. I'm talking like probably like three to $4,000 like hype per BTC, like that kind of money. Jeez. So, um, you know, there's a lot of money to be made, guys. The room is 300 bucks a month, 300 bucks a month, and mm. that's it. Yeah, I love it, man. Entertainment. It's amazing entertainment. It's a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Lots of entertainment. Yes. Yes. Lots yes, of yes, great yes. entertainment. But yeah, guys, I mean, uh, here's the deal. I mean, what do you guys want to begin? People had a little bit of panic as uh, Bitcoin dropped 58 points. Uh, they were throwing up, vomiting amongst themselves. There were, you know, diarrhea all over the place. Uh, Cowboy, what do you want to comment on that? And uh, Z, you got to oh. share your chart, Cowboy. I'm sorry, oh, man. Uh, yeah. I forgot to tell you to do so. But um, I, I indicated this earlier, guys. Um, you know, the premise that we have to look at is that we, you know, as traders, we try to be as as emotionless as possible. Meaning that when you start seeing panic come in, we don't follow that panic. We hold that panic and we move on. Um, the rest of the stuff is showing Kawa, but just so you know, um, the rest of the stuff is, uh, uh sorry. Uh, yeah, we, we try hey, to Kawa, make sure your personal data is displayed. So people can know your name, your address, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Your birth, uh, social security number and your driver's <laughs> oh, license. God. But you know, you know, we saw the panic happen, um, this, this giant wick down happened with Bitcoin <laughs> and a lot of people sold, a lot of people sold at like bottom of 69s thinking that like, you know, oh my God, Bitcoin's going to go down to 68 next or 67 next and what we do as traders is that we don't panic we look at the candle and we wait for the candle to make its position so the biggest mistake that i i see in my opinion that i see a lot of uh new traders do is that i see a lot of traders um one they overtrade, and two they look at the one minute chart they look at the five minute chart thinking that awesome. they can you're, cycle. Ruining, you're ruining my presentation man you're killing me. <laughs> Z, what Z's talking about is, and I don't mean to cut in, but Z's just saying it right here. Okay, everybody look at the screen right now. What do we see? A nice up on Bitcoin. A nice big up. Looks really good. Small retracement right here, but nice big up. What do we see here? Oh, my God. Bitcoin is dying. The candle took up half the screen. You're looking at the five-minute chart, kid. Zoom out. Yeah, just stop looking at such short time periods, guys. For goodness <laughs> sakes, you know, like, like. Retracement. <laughs> here, here's some more information, guys. Okay, look at this right here. Oh my God, it's gonna die. Oh no, it's actually good. Oh, it's gonna die. No, oh no, it's pretty good. It's going up a little bit. Oh, it's gonna die. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, it's up higher. Oh, it's gonna die. It's gonna go up higher. All right, guys. Look, retracement is necessary. Volatility yeah. is necessary. Um, in this market. Uh, in fact, so many people like, you know, they made all their money back in December, um, you know, and I'm going to zoom out a little bit so we can all just kind of take a look at this. I made most of my money actually not in December. Um, I made my money between, I made a lot of money back then. Don't get me wrong. Like I built it up, but I lost like a bunch of it because I didn't have liquid base and I couldn't exit the market safely. And I don't believe in tether. So I took profit out and I paid taxes on that profit. And then whatever I left in, you know, I, I had to just lose money on because I figured Bitcoin would go up. So having said all of that, when we hit 6560, um, you know, crypto, uh, Nikos and I were like, okay, this is bottom. I bought in. I knew it would go to 10,000 and I sold the 10,000. I made more money here in this like month than I made all back, all back in 2017. I made more money right here in this movement from Bitcoin 65 to Bitcoin 10,000 
than I did from Bitcoin 1000 to Bitcoin 20,000. Okay. So, and, and what does that mean? Well, it means that I, you know, kind of like got to know the Bitcoin market. I've been trading precious metals all these years. Didn't really understand the way crypto trades. Figured it out. I saw this retracement. And when I saw the retracement, as nasty as it was, I was so happy. Why? Because I knew we would get a nice bounce back. So when I see a retracement and I have an understanding of like where it's going to go and things like that, I don't freak out. I actually see opportunity. Um, generally, I have sold some towards the top of that retracement. So basically, that means I'm going to have the opportunity to buy back in down a little bit lower. Um, so guys, you know, look at number one. Um, you know, we don't really give any advice here. This is all entertainment purposes. Anything we say is all meant for entertainment and academic purposes. Consult your professional uh, financial advice before making trades. Trading is risky, you know, and none of this is intended for financial advice, blah, 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 right? So if you look at this, um, like this right here looks pretty good. They're like, you got, okay, a nice fat down. When I saw that fat down, I knew once we bottomed, I thought it might be a little bit lower than it did. It bottomed down here pretty close to this bottom of this uh, wedge. Um, it, I knew we were going to see something happen, especially there are a few conditions that we talk about in the room. Crypto Nikos and I were talking about on uh, on a different show here, and, and we just more like talk about for those who pay for our entertainment, a couple things that we look for during a downturn that mean that we know that Bitcoin is probably going to rise up nice and high. Um, so one of the things to also look at, though, is the 200-day moving average, right? So look at this. This looks pretty good. Nice up, nice strong up. Um, and then like when you go into say the, uh, the five minute chart, oh my God, <laughs> we're all going to die. Go back here. It's that little red mark, this red mark, as we know it. that's the red mark right here. It's this little red mark right there. That's all. That's it. It's just a little, little tiny retracement. There's, there's bigger, you know? Um, so yeah, it, you know, being emotional is not going to help anybody in trading except for the people who are not emotional because because I'm not emotional about trading, um, I bank on people being emotional. I know what their emotions are probably going to cause them to do. And because I have an idea of what's going to happen before it happens, I trade accordingly. So if you are emotional, you're kind of being used as a tool. Um, and nobody likes being called a tool, do they? No. So I would say, um, you know, in this particular case, to actually kind of give an opinion on like what I think will happen. And, and CryptoNechos, please let me know if you agree with this. Um, but when you look at this kind of running up, what, you, you know, we broke this on the four hour, we broke the 200 day moving average. And I'm not really as concerned about that. It means we're a little bullish, absolutely, but it's the daily. So this blue line, I wouldn't really celebrate too much right there. Um, but Bitcoin generally will kind of like jump up to these levels and then it'll stay at these levels for a minute before it either moves up or down, right? It doesn't, it, sometimes it moves down, sometimes it moves up. This is actually part of the algorithm. But like right here, look back here, you have where Bitcoin kind of jumped up to a level. And then when it was at that level, it stayed at that level for some time, okay? And then it jumped up and then it stayed there for some time and it, it retraced a little and then it jumped up. And so usually Bitcoin usually doesn't jump up and then immediately back down. It does happen. Um, you know, like it happened right here where, you know, it kind of got forced, happened here where it got forced a little bit. You have these minor, uh, most likely what they are, stop hunts. But for the most part on these big moves, it's going to stay where it is for at least a little while. Um, one thing to know is that once this popped up and it didn't immediately pop back down, then I was pretty confident we were going to stay up in this range, this above the 6850 support. And it's exactly what my chart 
you know, points out that I did a few days ago. Um, and that chart is actually like right on trading view. Everybody can see it. I did some more detailed charts in the room. So I, I do see uh, some congestion right here. And what I think will happen is, um, you know, one of our support levels is this 6,800 kind of level. Um, so basically we may come down to the 6,800 eventually. It might, it's more of a blocking move most likely. Um, so maybe a little bit of congestion here and then a move down to say 68. Uh, let's see here, you know, in that area maybe. And then we might actually move forward here and then we may actually come up a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of different things that can happen. I'm not going to list it all right here because, you know, um, I don't want to give away too much entertainment, but I think we may approach this line. We may approach it straight. We may never hit it. We may go down, but I think we're at least going to be at this level for at least another day or two. That's what I think. I mean, you could drop. It could happen. I just, right now, after this little retracement that we saw this morning that people were very concerned about, um, it's already, you know, caught and it's caught above the 6850 level and you want retracements. Nothing goes up forever. And guess what happens when things go up for an extended period of time? They go down for an extended period of time. Um, when something goes up without a retracement, it goes back down. Prime example is Bitcoin in the like from like, you know, last entire year, pretty much. Yeah. From, you know, go ahead, Z. No, I was just saying you saw that giant rise up and then, you know, people were like, oh, it's never going to end. It's never going to. I think Bitcoin was like over Bitcoin was like overbought on like the monthly. <laughs> Joe, like, um, you know, understand that there is a certain law to this, guys. And, you know, just like Cowboy said, when things rise up, they have to drop down eventually. Um, that's just how it is. And uh, and doesn't mean it won't rise back up. But I'm just saying that, you know, um, there is a good chance that, um, you know, there is a healthy retracement um, at certain points. And we don't want, I think ultimately as a trader, especially, and as, a, and as an investor into the market, I don't want Bitcoin to exponentially rise up to 20K like immediately. That's not what I want, guys. I want it to rise up, yes, um, but organically in a sense where we can continuously see overall growth and healthy aspects so that, you know, um, five years down the road, you know, Bitcoin is at that 20K marker and guess what? It is consistently at there and rising up and and these other altcoins can then thrive and we can make a ton of money on these altcoins hey you said it man um you know this is what you want is a rise and a retest um we have a rise we have a retest of like 18 here rise we have a retest of the prior high right there we have a rise a bit of a retest we, we did kind of drop down into the fives but it was really brief and then we had this like monumental rise with no retest and what's interesting to look at here is just what uh, CryptoNechos was describing to us is actually playing out perfectly. So the only retest that we really, I mean, this was a solid retest down at the mid-force. Um, there was a little bit of a retest, you know, I mean, very brief retest of the low fives. And the low fives have held so far. Um, so I would like to have seen a stronger retest of the fives. So this is the weekly chart. So every single one of these bars is a week technically retested the fives. So that means that there's a chance that the fives will hold. Um, but we didn't retest all the way up from like 6,000 or so, or maybe low fives, like say 5,000. We did not retest. It's happened. It's right here in play. So, um, you know, when people sort of like freak out about a retracement, 
I get it. A lot of people are new to trading, um, so they don't understand that uh, emotion is not your primary tool. Um, mathematics, indicators, charting, reality, fundamentals, those are what we use in trading. Yep. Reality. I like that. I actually really like that. Yeah, so, I mean, we can get philosophical about how emotion clouds reality. Um, you oh, know, boy. Oh, boy. That's, that's like a philosophical talk. I, I, can't, I can't keep up with that, man. I barely speak English. I'm not going to try to speak. Well, I don't know. You made like one quick comment that tells me you don't have to keep up. You understand it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, real fast, Gypsy, you know, uh, we'll take a look at LTC here. Um, I indicated before to you guys that we think that LTC is very, very strong um, around the 85 region. It's been historically very strong. However, right now, it, it does not look good in the short term. I believe last time I checked, LTC was around 87 or 88. I could definitely trail, see it trail back down to 85. And, you know, if the market allows it to rise back up, if Bitcoin is continuously healthy, then we could see it rise back up. But um, if Bitcoin is not, then I could definitely see it dropping further than 85 down to, I think, before my previous market was 78. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, Litecoin, uh, we've, we have talked all about it. Um, until we see some stronger fundamentals, uh, you know, I, I won't be putting my money there. Uh, so if you look at it in terms of Bitcoin, we've, we've done this a lot of times. We don't hate Litecoin, so please don't be upset with us for saying what we're about to say. We don't have emotions. Hate implies emotion. We don't have emotions about Litecoin. Um, we have reality and fundamentals, and we look at the charts, and we use the math, and we have things that you can actually grasp. Uh, so we don't really look at the feels that's for, um, like love stories. You know, if you want to like live based on emotion, go write a book. We do charts, right? Yeah. So, um, Litecoin, a continuous exit of capital from Litecoin. That's all this, this is, this is Litecoin dying. Um, so, you know, like, uh, crypto Neko said, there's your, your 8,700, uh, area. And uh, Nikos, what did you say you think will happen possibly? Uh, I, uh, I think it's going to trail down to about 85 because 85 has been the historical drop. I mean, it's historical strong point. Um, it's going to trail sideways for a bit. And if it doesn't do anything, then it will trail down to um, it will trail down to 78 and then um, and then down to 70 and then down to death. Um, stock jockey. <laughs> Stock Jockey, I understand that you say that Bix um, says that LTC is his biggest holding. Trust me, man, um, Bix is great and stuff, but he's not a trader. I'm sorry. You know, people keep misunderstanding. Bix is not a trader. Um, he's not a trader, and um, I personally don't think he understands the entire grasp of the market as a whole. He got into LTC at like five bucks or whatever he got into it. He was an early investor, which a lot of early investors got into, and they made a lot of money, but he's not a trader. And um, he's not plugged in the way I can tell you that I'm plugged into this market. Yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as he is connected with a lot of people on the inside, a lot of people who are creating ICOs, a lot of crypto companies actually call Z. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an advisor for, you know, yeah. guys, you don't understand. Like I've been offered advisor positions for a lot of coins out there. I, yep. I'm, I just... I'm very, very picky what I do. And the one that I did recently, Shill Mandala, through Rogue Money, 
you know, we made we're up three X now on Mandala. Yep. Three times the return. Talked about it two X the other day, but now yep. we're up three X on it now. Exactly. And that's the whole entire point here. You know, it, it, it you, you can have the nicest boat. You could be the first passenger in on the Titanic and be like, Man, this freaking boat is amazing. Wow, I'm gonna go get some lobster and some hors d'oeuvres. Look at the way it's built. Look how nice it is. Oh, we're about to leave port. It's you know it's steaming along at thirty knots. Wow, this is a great boat. You could be the first passenger in the Titanic. But the point is this: once you hear the word iceberg and it starts taking on water and it starts to sink, you got two choices. You you either got to jump ship, or you're gonna stay on there listening to the to the band play while the whole down the whole damn thing goes to the bottom. That's your choice. You could be the first passenger. And this is what people need to be. People need to be pragmatic. But instead of being pragmatic, people want to be dogmatic. They want to cling to their coins like it's gospel. They want to cling to their their little, uh, oh, I love this coin. This is my coin. I love it. Like, like it's a sports team. And they want to create tribes around it and, and a whole little subcultures behind it. Folks, what the hell are you doing? Like what, honestly, like if I, I've sat across clients that I had to slap across the face, not not literally, but figuratively, when we're trying to set up deals in order that's going to benefit them, why? Because they have to be shaken out of their out of your dogma. Dogma going to get you killed. Do you understand? Pragmatism and not like what Z always says, guys. I'm not married to any coins, guys. I'm not married to any coins. That's what makes you money. You're not doing. Crypto because I love crypto. Oh my god, I love Bitcoin. I have a Bitcoin poster that I get up every morning and I lie on top of and I and I rotate. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm. I mean, I mean, who who does that? You are in this because you want to make freaking money. You are in this because you want to provide for your family. You are in this because you decided that I'm not going to go work a second job. I'm going to trade. I'm going to make some gains, and I'm going to put it forth my financial future. That's your game. If you're in here because you, I love LTC. Ooh, I love Monero. Ooh, I love Bitcoin. Ooh, oh, I love, I love Zcash. Give me that Zcash. Dogecoin. I love it. I'm all about it. I even have a Dogecoin Shiba Inu. Stuffed uh, puppet right next to me. <laughs> You're in the wrong game. You're an idiot. You're in the wrong game because you you're not a critical thinking person, and you need to be a thinking critical person because you cannot afford not to be a th critical thinking person. Z. Mm -hmm. Um. No. I was, all right. So I sent I sent you over a actually a photo. Um. What's it called in the watchers trade room? Uh, uh, Nick, you can just pull that up. This is actually a this is actually a meme of a horse. Where did you send um, to? It, you just wrote. You just wrote so true. Like uh, what's it called in the watchers trade? That oh. that little picture of the horse. I just want to show this to everybody, and I just want to talk about it and 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 understand. Let people understand what this is. Now, um, the reason why I bring this up, guys, is because the reason why we're going to see this photo is because this is what a lot of cryptos do a lot of cryptos in this space a lot of technology out there in general likes to say they're the next best thing right there, there's actually a meme going around i think gary vaynerchuk was the one who um who brought this up everybody always talks about the them being the uber of this industry the uber of that industry because everybody wants to think that they're the next uber um well, well, well a lot a lot of a lot of cryptos do that a lot of cryptos think that they're the best thing since sliced bread and they have all this great theory but when it comes to actual production they can't produce 
And right now with Litecoin, that is happening right now with Litecoin. It produced its product. The problem is that its product is under technologically developed, meaning that technology is now rolling above it. We talked about transaction speed the other day. And I understand some people are like, oh, the Lightning Network already exists. Yes, the Lightning Network does already exist, but it has not been implemented yet. It has not been implemented yet. And remember that when the Lightning Network does get implemented, then there's no reason to use Litecoin anymore for, to transact. You can just use Bitcoin to transact. But for the time being right now, there's two coins that actually have the fastest transaction speeds. One of them is actually Dragon. Dragon has unlimited scaling and has the fastest transaction speed. And number two is the one that we hate the most, unfortunately, but it you know makes sense, is Ripple. Ripple's transaction speeds are 30,000 transactions per second. Visa is 50,000. Litecoin, I don't know where Litecoin is. I think Litecoin was like 100 or something like that, but it's not very, it's, it's not going to motivate any sort of retailer, big box retailer to use Litecoin when they can only accept like 100 transactions a second. I, I got to find the exact number. I actually have a list. I posted it the other day, but um, it's just, it's not very impressive, guys. It's still not very impressive. It's not something that can replace Visa, in which ultimately Litecoin wants to be the transacting you know, coin used out there. It's not something that can do that and right now at the time being. And until we see more development, it's going to bleed. That's just how the market is. Now, that does not mean that Charlie Lee is not going to come up with something later down the future and we could see a rise back up for the time being in the short term. Litecoin is not producing, which is why it's causing it to drop. No gas. Uh, are you guys seeing the meme on the screen? Oh, yeah. There's the meme, guys. There's the meme of the, the thing. So a lot of times, a lot of people read these <laughs> white papers and they're like, oh my God, you know, this white paper, this is going to be a stallion. This thing is going to kill. This thing is going to be the next best thing. We're going to see a 50X off of this thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my, my, my child's college tuition at this thing. And then production happens and it's like, uh, okay, it's got a little bit of hiccups. Oh man, like, you know, it's not really as smooth as I would like it to be. The UI is kind of janky, you know, PPT, for example. I'm sorry to jab at PPT, but PPT is a prime example. Beta, the guy had more, you know, I had, I had better spelling from a kindergarten class <clears throat> than Nico had on his, white, on, on, his, on his beta website. It's absurd, right? This is, a, this is a guy who was talking about like billions of dollars worth of, you know, invoices being transacted on his platform and he can't even spell, you know, transaction correct. So, um, you know, there you got production and then, then the actual product releases. And this is the prime example of PPT where you had one potential contract being um, available for financing and everybody that owned PPT was gunning for it. <laughs> so there you go. No, it's not. No, I think uh, PPT has been actually doing transactions, and, and this is what I'll say about it because I know there are uh, there is a lot of polarization around PPT. I actually like it. Um, I think it's going to be great in the future. Uh, I think that what happened was that he <laughs> Nico is one of the few people who's actually following through. Um, it might be taking him a little more time. That's the thing, you know. And, and Nico is, um, I think he has a very strong belief in himself, and I felt. I think he felt he could pull this off and do this a lot more quickly than he could. But let's actually talk some reality about cryptocurrency. Um, I have heard, and I need to verify this, but 88% of cryptos that came out were scams. Just straight up. Straight up scams. Yep. 
Yep. Um, you know, no, so- you're, you're absolutely correct. 80% of them are scams. And then the other like 19.99% of them are, are half-baked projects that, that think that they know what they're doing, but they don't really know what they're doing. And we nope. see that a lot of times with these coins that like, for example, Supo was shilling last year. And these other big YouTubers were shilling last year like crazy, saying that it was going to be like blockchain 5.0, right? The, the, the Ethereum killer, this killer, that killer, the, you know, Ghana's Ethereum. <laughs> like you had the most ridiculous terms, guys, for all of these coins. And then guess what? Like four months down the road, where are these projects? They're all dead in the ground. Yeah, it's, uh, um, you know, I mean... I'm not going to say they're scams. That other 19%, some of them are scammy. Um, but look, I mean, a lot of people set out with good intentions. I just sat in a meeting um, with a pretty big uh, group of people that are already in a very big business. I, I can't, I'm under NDA, so I can't say anything. But, you know, they're looking to do an ICO. And um, I told them they should have done it last year. But, um, but basically, you know, they want to raise like a certain amount of money. And, you know, people are wary now. It's not the same as it used to be because people have seen what's happened. You know, all this money flows yeah. in. You know, they have good intentions, but then people just take the money. Look, uh, I don't know, both of you guys, uh, Z, I know you're, uh, you had like a, a godfather or something that kind of told you about, you know, how they made some money in the, in the blockchain, but I mean, the, uh, the dot-com boom or something. I forget who it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. 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 It was my godfather. He, you know, back then, you know, anything with a pretty much a name, people were buying into it. He bought, he, I remember he told me he bought some sort of crazy coin called like shark eater, like shark eater like cannon or something like that it was a shark eater cannon company or something like that it was the most ridiculous company but he bought it because it was a cool name and it made him money that's how ridiculous the dot-com boom was it was like everything you threw your 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 your, you know your dart at made you money and um and a lot of people wrote it up and a lot of people wrote it back down to death and you know luckily for him he's you know he's a very good businessman and he was able to take profit top um, but that's what we're trying to say, guys. The point what I'm trying to say is that, you know, a lot of these projects have very good theory. They have very good, um, they, they might even have good intentions, but actual release of it, actual, um, completion of the project is a different story. Yeah. So what we do is, uh, I mean, again, not married to anything. We look at coins that are going to go up or down. Um, and there's a lot of theory out there. Oh, okay. Only so many are going to survive and this and that. Um, and that's all fine. Uh, what we take a look at is the results. The results are shown in the charts. Um, now, I, I want to reiterate something I said two days ago on the show. But anybody who got into Mandala needs to like get a picture of Z, uh, put, the, <laughs> put that thing up on the wall and worship it. Because look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this again. I just did this a couple days ago, but um, and this is actually really remarkable, guys. So Mandala, when did you actually um, do the whole Mandala thing? When it's did like you- a month. It's like a, it's been like it's been like uh, it's actually been since the first one. It was about two months ago now. So we're hitting September. So two months ago would have been the beginning of July, or would it be? Uh, August? Well, August is when Mandala actually came out, more or less. Yeah, right? it was. It was like it was like beginning of July, end of June. So and, and then Mandala hit the exchanges and was tradable around like that time. No, Mandala hit the exchanges roughly in uh, uh, beginning, uh, end of uh, end of July, beginning August. Okay, so let's take a look at the market. Uh, my screen, everybody sees the chart now, right, Z? Yeah. Okay, I got lazy. I, I'm I'm not looking at the actual broadcast. I know I'm a bad person. Um, so <laughs> look at this. What happened during this time that we're talking about? We had nothing but down, nothing but down. 
Mandala has flipping tripled in Ethereum and is up what how, what percent in USD? Do you know Z? Is it like it is now up? Um, I believe I believe a hundred percent USD now. So in a world, in a world, like the beginning of the movies, you know, in a world. Well, in a world where everything is dying, we're all we have seen the biggest capitulation. I think I haven't done the math, but I'm pretty sure just looking at it, we have seen the biggest capitulation of alts in the last like month during the period where the square is. Like alts died, alts were dead. Like we people have come to the realization of what we just talked about about all the scams and all the half baked projects and people in the horse and all that. So alts are like just dying. And, and, you know, CryptoNeko, Z, CryptoNeko, who's one of the best fundamental readers I freaking know, um, who has, like, saved my portfolio time and again with his fundamentals, um, dude, finds Mandala, gets us into it, and is able to entertain the room with Mandala, and it's up. It's doubled in USD. Doubled in USD. This is unbelievable. Everybody shouldn't understand what a feat this is. And I'm not kissing your ass because I'm your friend. I'm kissing your ass because I made a bunch of freaking money. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's all I have to say about Mandala. I just wanted to reiterate that. This is this is an insane feat. Anybody who knows anything about trading, it should be just like, okay, this Z guy is great and I'll fucking <laughs> Yeah. So the um the entry point of Mandala was about seventy seven zero point zero 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 seven seven. And then right now, the other day, um, some of the guys in the room were saying that it was trading at 0.0024, so seven times three, or roughly seven times three, that's 21. So it's roughly hanging around um, a little bit over uh, 3x right now. So it was 2x the other day when we were live. Now it's 3x. And, you know, it's going to keep rising up. Remember, guys, so Mandala released a news um, saying that they were going to essentially go forward without uh reg a just yet so they're going to release the exchange exchange is going to be active it's going to be released it's still going to have all these perks like you know they have a bunch of like dividends they have like the lowest fees in the game lower than binance um they have all these trading tools like they, they're going to have trailing stop losses they're going to have their own bot so remember a lot of times um cowboy and i don't mess around with bots because they open you up to hacks through api on the exchange mandala you can now utilize a bot and you don't have to utilize an api because it's the own exchanges bot so it's going to be built into the exchange so you have the chance of doing trailing stop loss how beautiful is that right that's awesome that's um great. you have portfolio management stuff like that mandala has all these things and um and it has not even gone reg a yet so when reg a happens oh man dude this thing is going to blow sky high this thing, I think, is going to do great things now. But the problem is that, of course, you know, when is reggae going to happen? A lot of people ask me that. There's no way for me to know, guys. I didn't think that the SEC was going to deny this many ETF proposals. You know, there's no way for me to know. But um, I think only a matter of time. But that could take some time. But remember, guys, I got into Mandala with profits that I took from doing these small little trades. People always say, no, the 5% isn't worth it. You know, I want like 50%. No. You stack up 5%, a bunch of, you stack up 5% 10 times, that's 50% right there. I took that gain, I put it into Mandala, and now I'm seeing it kind of trail on. And I can hold it. I, that's a prime example of, of an idea of huddling in a sense, right? Because we're getting in at ground zero. So, yeah. Yeah, it's killer. I mean, I did the math the other day for everybody in the room. And, I, you know, I like to scalp when I can. Um, you know, it's not uh, something that you can do like 15 minutes a day. It's more for the trader who's trading a lot. Um, and basically a 1% compounded 
uh, I, I forget all the math. So forgive me if this is like a little bit off, but a 1% compounded after like five days, 1% daily compounded, I think instead of like 5% becomes 5.1%, right? And so essentially a 0.1% extra, and that's just 1% compounded over five days, you get an extra percent because you scalped, right? And this isn't a scalping conversation. This is 1% compounded in what it means. So if you get an extra 0.1% and then you, that's just for scalping, over five days, so it sounds like nothing, 0.1%. Well, okay, if you do it over 10 trades, now you have a percent. It's a whole percent of gain. Um, I'm sorry, but I don't, I mean, for those who, uh, a lot of people have been spoiled in crypto, okay? Um, you know, they got in in 2017 in August. And so they think that, you know, a times 10 is normal. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. No. I mean, no. look at the stocks, just, 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 look, just compare yourself to a stock market trader who's making seven figures a year, guys. The stock market trader who's making seven figures a year, guess what he's doing? He is closing in the, his quarter at probably 30%. And guess what? He's looking like a god in the stock market world. Like a, he's looking like a king among kings doing that. That's why he's this is a guy who's getting paid seven figures. The reason why I know this is because my buddies who just closed 30%, was uh, or, um, actually above 30%, like 35%, he's got a bonus of, of six figures <clears throat> that quarter. This is a guy who makes seven figures a year easily, guys, and he just made 35% in one quarter. We are making like 5% like a day right now. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. it just, it, it's ridiculous. If you add up 5% a day compounded, you're talking. Oh, dude, you're a multimillionaire. Yeah. So, you know, Bitcoin's been rough. Like you made all that money and then, you know, a lot of people lost money because they didn't take money out of the top. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, we are consistently making money. Okay. Crypto Nagos and I are consistently making money. Um, our portfolios certainly don't go down very much. If they do, we make, we claw it back pretty quickly. Um, and it's very entertaining to watch. You can see it over at www.remaincalmschool.com uh, slash trade. I believe the uh, link is in the description. Um, you know, it's great entertainment. None of it's financial advice. We're just in there having a good time. You get to watch us, um, you know, make these kinds of gains. Um, you know, I think uh, I think I did like a, a 6%er and a 3%er and a 4%er in the last few days. And yeah. you know, to, the, to the spoiled person who knows like very little about trading, um, they're like, oh, it's just uh, five, six, and four percent. Well, I don't know. Add them up. How does that feel? That <laughs> yeah, I know. You just, you just add them up, guys, and then you know, it, it it's good money. It's just it's just good money. And and um, yeah, just don't let anybody think that there is that the that the end is near here, guys. You know, obviously the market is in its current cycles, and of course, you know, we are technically still bear. But overall, guys, I personally think as a trader and as a fundamentalist. I personally think that we will see Bitcoin rise up to its previous glory as soon as it could be as soon as Q1 of next year, guys, or maybe even sooner, Q4 of this year. And as it runs up, I'm talking about former glory. I'm talking about like 20K, guys. But in terms of like the run up from here, a lot of money is going to be made in alts. A lot of freaking money is going to be made in alts. And just understand that right now, the market cap is like 200 and like whatever, 20 billion. That's nothing, guys. That's tiny. That's like equivalent to Disney as market cap, as one company. So just understand that it's a lot of money to be made. You're not too late and that cryptos will recover and we will all be able to make it. Let me, uh, let me just show people something.
Um, you know, people feel that you have to have these massive run-ups to make money. And uh, Crypto Nikos and I have told my story, um, both of our story, really, about how we, uh, you know, how we made our money and all this. Um, ah, shit, people, you, you can't chart it here. Let me go to, uh, um, let me go to a different currency. I'll, I'll use Bitcoin as an example. Um, when we look at the uh, Bitcoin, the 2014, I need a longer chart. I think what's going to have a longer chart, Z? Um, back to 2014. I guess coin market caps. Yeah, coin market cap. I'm going to show everybody where I made most of my money uh, in this game. So I say, you know, I, I made that bit where I told everybody from, you know, one point to another. <clears throat> but as far as like consistent percentage gains, which is different than your actual dollar gains, right? So consistent percentage games gains right not waiting for run up but actually just stacking up one percent two percent three percent that's what i'm talking about here um let me see if pbt is actually on here with a graph that'll i'll come gonna call this a graph not a chart this is freaking pitiful um so here's your chart of ppt and ppt came out last august and we got the word from Cliff, right? So for the, we can see the uh, what I'm doing here, right? Uh, right, Cryptonecos. Yes. Um. So, PPT was like, you know, it hit. Uh, Cryptonecos and I got in like the day that it came. We got the word from Cliff, and we wrote it all the way up here. And uh, then I think we started taking profit, whatever, taking and putting another cryptos. Right. Great. So a lot of money made off the bat really quick. And then it did like all other coins I've seen do, and you get this trough right here, this big trough. That's where I made my money. It was in this trough. Does that look like a place where most people make money in this game? No, it doesn't. Most people make money there and they like to make money there and all these ups. And I made plenty of money right here. But the thing is, I started with a stack of, um, I'm not going to give the real number, but let's make up a number and say I had 100 PPT. And during this period of time, I simply made literally like, I don't know, uh, two, three, five trades a day that all made me 1%, 2%, 3%. on Ether Delta. Um, that's all I did. All I did was trade PPT and Ether Delta. No other trading. There was no charting. Um, the Ether Delta did not have a chart. PPT was not charting. I simply looked at the order book, which is why I'm obsessed with order books because that's all I ever used to look at. Uh, me and uh, one of my, my mine and Z's uh, buddies, uh, GK. So, you know, he and I worked as a team. We actually got to know the currency. And long story short, we made... I don't know, maybe sometimes two, three percent a day, sometimes eight or nine, just being able to trade back and forth. Ether Delta worked really slow. Um, and during that time, I turned what, again, not real numbers, but we'll say 100 PPT. I think I turned it into like uh, a few thousand PPT. It's freaking massive. It's humongous. That's my greatest percent gain in like actual cryptos was during this trough. And then when things started to run up, then, you know, I was like, okay, let's kind of see what happens. And then, of course, you know, way up here, everything went great. And then we had some issues and I sold like down here because the issues were kind of a surprise. Um, and then uh, basically, yeah, you have all the money made right here, profit taken way up here. This are the small percent gains and what it can do. I had literally thousands of percent of gain if you, if you look at it in terms of PPT in this trough. This is where we are with Bitcoin. We're in the trough right now. See, so you got this big rise and then this big trough. Well, there's this big rise and then there's like that small and then there's this big trough. We're in the trough now. This is the time where I made the most money in terms of crypto. And then I let the crypto go up and I took out as much profit as I could at the top. 
this is the game. Now is the time when the real money is made. That's my message. That's what I'm going to end with. And thank you all. So somebody, somebody say something, man. <laughs> all right. Well, Cowboys went on a rant there. It was good, though. Um, you know. Um, anyways, guys, I uh, just want to talk to you guys real fast about a few things. Um, if you guys, you know, um, you know, I gave a an actual free call on my stream uh, this morning on Theta. Um, Theta actually uh, looks pretty good. Um, it's a little soft call. I'm not personally going to get into it, but Theta is bull flagging quite a bit, um, and it's bouncing off the top side of the cloud. And you could see some Bryce action happen. Whether it's going to go up or down, can't tell because of the market. But it is currently bull flagging, and uh, it is bouncing off the top side of the cloud with a drop in volume so you could see a nice little price action with that happen here soon um then then i believe was looking pretty good real fast i mean you kind of just briefly look at it i'm not gonna we're not gonna go too deep inside of it things guys but we're gonna take a quick look at it then is actually a bull flag just like um just like cowboy actually called it two days ago. i remember him calling about this two days ago it bull flag two days ago it popped up um trailed back down a little bit just because of the how the market is at the moment but um, overall, then is or vet, whatever you want to call it, is very strong. V chain, it's very strong. And um, finally, we should bounce off the bottom of the channel right here on it. Yeah. And finally, Digibyte. Um, the Digibyte right now showing a little bit of a double bottom right now. I could see this continuously go down. The only thing I don't like seeing with Digibyte right now is that the stock RSI is showing an oversold area, uh, overbought area, and the MACD is looking very, very weak. So I could see another leg down, but if it does leg down, it could very well show an inverse head and shoulders. It, a nice little reversal happen, and if all coins are pumping, Digibyte could follow. But for the time being, right now, I expect another leg down for Digibyte, down to roughly about um, mid 300s, so 350, 360 area. So um, if I were to look into Digibyte and getting into Digibyte, that is sort of the entry point I'd look into, I guess, around three low 300s to mid 300s. So 300 to 350 around that area. But um, like I said, you know, guys, I I don't get into Digibyte. I don't really care for Digibyte. But anyways, I think that's my, that, I think that's it for the show. Very well said. Very well said. And, folks, if you want to get these gains, these tips, uh, these one-on-one uh, -on -one type of consultations, um, I recommend you go to the Watch Us Trade Room. The link is in the description box. Join. Make it happen for yourself. Join the people that are already there. The reviews are in. You can talk to anybody that's in there, and they are all doing extremely, extremely well. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Just go there and make it happen for yourself. With that being said, we are over and out. And CJ's not here, so I'll just have to take it away. Later, guys. <laughs>